Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. To the vocals. Squiggle, squiggle. Okay, that should work. <laughs> I have squiggles. <laughs> I have squiggles. How about you? <laughs> so, hey, Ben Diana. <laughs> Doing okay. How's it going with you? Oh, pretty good. Doggies, you know, <gasps> learning and whatnot. We started our training classes on Tuesday, first of, uh, I think, six weeks in a row. Yeah. All um, right. He's, he's already top of the class. I mean, come on. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> or class of two, but... Um, <laughs> but I mean, that means definitely better than someone else, so yay. Okay, Izzy's filling her uh, tiny vending machine for a couple shows over the weekend. Ooh! She's uh, been messing around with resin now, so she makes little... Uh, do you know Polly Pocket? Was that a that a thing in a young I'm familiar. Life? Didn't have it, but yeah. Yeah, she's. Uh, so I, I tried Polly Pockets. Polly Pockets are a little too small for my skill level. I okay. found my littlest pet shop baby animals. Oh. And I have littlest pet shop kitties and littlest pet shop puppy. My sister had the puppies, but I ended up with them. And then I bought oh. a couple more babies online, and so I've been reproducing the like kenner 1990s littlest pet shop babies they're like an inch tall oh geez oh my god they're so cute so they're tiny so they're resin molded and mm-hmm. hand painted hand painted and wow. babe how much are you selling these things for five dollars only five dollars they're fairly mm. simple like they sound more like intense than they are mm. well i mean but you're making them so they're already awesome right yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. I can send you some pictures because I just Ooh. took some to send cool. to the collectives and say, please, please, please let me sell these here. Cause Ooh, I'm... You mean the local artisan collective at 24th and Kiesel in Ogden, Utah, where your vending machine's going to be? Is that where it's at? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how Steve's the promoter and Izzy's like, yes. He's like, uh, they're <laughs> sure. not really that bit cool. I mean, they're just one inch hand painted cats. Yeah, reproduction that you can get for five dollars. <laughs> so I, I settled on five dollars because the originals are selling for twelve dollars a piece. Yeah. All right, I just sent them on Messenger to you. The picture Sweet. I took. That's a sixty percent savings on to you. <laughs> oh, those are adorable. By the way, that oh. dot tool so oh. much, per- so perfect for the eyes. So much easier than trying to figure out the uh, the paintbrush. Nice. So worth the five dollars. <laughs> Is that purple? Yes, I cast it in purple. There we go. And and I'm looking at a paw on their tag. Yes, the littlest pet shops all wear a little collar that has a little paw on it. Mm. So it, like, it, you know, molded. So, of course, I had to paint it. Yeah. Well done. Steve's reaction to all this. Oh, my top! <laughs> oh, I don't have a cup. <gasps> Oh no, but well, I, I guess have a you're not drinking this time. Oh well. Steve, anyway. I have a pow in my lap. You sure do. I do, but I need God a cup. Do you want me to get a cup for you, babe? Yes, please. 
<laughs> She's gonna jump down as soon as Steve gets yeah, up. Sure. Yep. How is Diana? Diana is doing good. Thank you for asking. I know it is uh, uh, almost the time of busyness for you. Oh, I know, right? I mean, I so I did, I did a trial run for my hair yesterday. Ooh! I went, I went to a salon. I mean, come on, this let's let's give it the effort that it's due. I looked up a salon, <laughs> and I figured out, uh, sure. They have good reviews. And then I asked them for an appointment. And then yesterday was like, hi, this is what I'd like. Please do that. And then yesterday I, I went around to see, like, does this work for me? And the answer is, um, my hair feels funny, but I can do this. <laughs> so, All right. So I'm going to look all. Oh, you sent me a picture. I'll send you a picture. Ooh. Oh. And if I know Diana, she walked <laughs> in and said, I'm going to a wedding. The higher the hair, the closer to God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh, that's not going to work out well when I show you the photo. It's she walked like... in. She walked in with a portfolio of sister wife pictures and was like, <laughs> "One of these." Oh no! If my hair is supposed to be up high, <laughs> body and braids—the Diana story. <laughs> well, we it all is... know Diana's uh, good at keeping sweet and obeying. I mean, to whom? Hmm. All right, that photo's coming in here. I'll be right back. I forgot to get my pillow. All right. Yeah, from my back. All right, be right back. That's right, the grain Benedition pillow. Oh, pretty. Oh, yeah, there you go. I love it. And I have returned. <laughs> hey, yeah, there's Your that. hair looks amazing. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Also, just getting... Remember, you're not supposed to upstage the bride. Right? I think... Okay, fine. I'll return the white dress. But... <laughs> <laughs> now we have a pure white or what we also like to call a hussy white mm. <laughs> which so would you prefer good... uh pure white well except for the except gloves for the gloves yes <laughs> <laughs> critic reference achieved yeah i mean the second you said that i'm like ooh, is it everything but the gloves <laughs> oh that's good times oh, I think I love that show. all right are we ready to talk about Society. Society. <laughs> I got my notes. <laughs> Both of them. Anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what and what the hell? Alright. <clears throat> Beverly Hills is known as a society of wealth and privilege, but Billy Whitney doesn't seem to be getting his share. He thinks everyone is out to get him, even his friends. You never were one of us. He thinks that he doesn't belong. And they don't even look like me. Why, why are you guys doing this to me, huh? He believes he's seeing things. Bad things beyond reality. Is it just his imagination? I'm not paranoid. All my fears are real. Or has Billy uncovered something terrible? Something unspeakable? Don't go home, Billy. What, you've been living with these people all your life and you didn't know anything about this? If you don't follow the rules, Billy, bad things happen. You know you'll make such a great contribution to society. Who are you? And now, Billy. It's showtime, Billy! 
is fighting for more than just his sanity. He's fighting for his life. The time is coming for Billy to take his place. In society, it's all about fitting in. Yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Gootober! <laughs> it's with... time for the thrill of the hunt! <laughs> yes. With 1989's Society. <laughs> oh, but babe. Steve. We couldn't watch this one alone. Who did we subject to this? Well, you know, whenever you're talking a goo-tober, an 80s gooey mm-hmm. horror flick. Ooh, with a good orgy scene. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> the spoilers. Uh, only one person I can think of to watch this with us. One person came to mind. When did they fall in love? That's right. It's Diana from <laughs> Happily Ever Aftermath. Welcome, Diana. I have my monocle with me. Let's talk society. (laughs) Now, Diana, you picked this one, right? I mean, picked is a... Steve gave me a list of movies and... Here's here's a list of about a dozen movies to pick from. Which one do you want to be on? Society. Uh... Are you sure about that? You know what, though? Proof that Diana does not Google the movie. She That's goes right. in open-minded and open-hearted. That's right. So, fun story about that. <laughs> I was looking through the list, and in true fashion of making sure that I don't spoil the Rotten Tomato score, I just went, Society, Wikipedia, and I read the following. Um, so, let's see here. A teenager suspect his wealthy parents are part of a gruesome cult. I'm in. Yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah, it. I mean, yeah, that's basically the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, what and did then, we think? Yeah, guys, what did we think of that? <laughs> well, uh, when Ryan asked me about that, he looked it up in a not, you know... Uh, <laughs> I hope he didn't look up images first. Well, it's so funny. He's like, uh, honey, do you know that IMDb talks about how this movie's about a gruesome orgy cult? And I'm like, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> and, I just, and I just went like, um, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. let's see what happens. Excellent. Well, babe, I don't know about you. Steve. I need some uh, some lubrication for this one. <laughs> I am definitely too sober to participate. <laughs> so from Proper Brewing Company in Salt Lake City, <laughs> we have Brunch Beer, <laughs> which is uh, apparently a grapefruit wheat ale. I'm sorry, wheat ale. Wheat ale. Uh, let's see. Brunch Beer Ingredients. American Malt. Water. Hollertau Mithafu Hops, London 3 Yeast, the, the Londoning, I don't know, and uh, Grapefruit Puree. All right. Good talk, I'm just saying. Brunch beer. And <laughs> my top. Oh, his brunch. <laughs> my brunch. Oh, I say. <laughs> and the pure. Ooh, this is a beautiful, oh. very pale beverage. <laughs> It is a lightly cloudy. Ooh, the cat hair in it. Oh, what a shocker. Pretty sure that came from here. Mm, Has classic. a creamy white head with yeah. tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. 
Mm. You, yeah, you can pale. smell the grapefruit like yeah. right on the nose. When I was pouring it, it looked like a like a mimosa. Like it was yeah. a little hazy, uh, orangish. Like yeah, fantastic. Wow. Mm. And yeah, that's kind of the aroma you get a little bit. Yeah, you get a lot of pith right on the right up front. Mm. It's from the grapefruit. Oh, it tastes yeah. almost like a greyhound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, greyhound's the grapefruit and like and vodka. vodka or champagne or something. Yeah. Uh, I was about yeah. to ask, is sushi making you meet greyhounds and you've been licking them? Mm. That's yes. Oh, excuse me. Ooh. Very effervescent beer, that's for sure. Mm. Are you drinking like anything? Oh, oh, fun story. So while I do have my typical glass of water with me, uh, I'm prepping for a wedding that's going to be place, uh, taking place next week. Oh. And just for funsies... Um, know that I have access to uh, six bottles of strawberry margarita mix. Oh, oh snap. She's going straight for that scissorp. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured that's the closest I could do to contributing to, yeah, I got something near me. <laughs> <laughs> Big hair, don't care. Go and drink that scissorp. <laughs> uh, speaking of sweet, sticky syrup. 1989 Society. <laughs> From director Brian Usna. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he he started off his career with Self-Portrait in Brains. This. What? And then, babe, we've seen a couple of these. Uh, Bride of Reanimator. Silent oh. Night, Deadly Night 4. Return of the Living Dead 3. Uh, the Dentist and the de- the Dentist Two, okay. Beyond Reanimator, oh, Amphibious Creature of the Deep. But he also oh. wrote Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, so he gets what? character credits on all the sequels. What? <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> and of course, written by Zeph E. Daniel as Woody Keith. <laughs> Not Is sure, he Steve. <laughs> uh, let's find out. Uh, he wrote this. Bride of Reanimator, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, mm. Dementia, and The Girl Next Door, 2021. What? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, yeah the 2021 one. one. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen it. Yeah. Uh, and also written by Rick Fry. Was he Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this, Bride of Reanimator, and Dementia. So they seem to be a nice little uh, directing writing team for a couple of movies. Mm-hmm. Nice. They come as a group. <laughs> Oops, damn it. <laughs> oh, she said it. Anyway. <laughs> Starring Billy Warlock as Billy Whitney. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> Apparently somebody didn't need to change his name much. Um I really only know him from the uh the waxwork movies that we love and watch. Yeah. Wait, was that him? Was he in those? I don't know. It looked like him. <laughs> no, wait, no, that was uh, the uh, fucking gr- like, Gremlins guy. That was I feel like with a name, a name like Billy Warlock, we would have noticed that. Right? Yeah. Well, it, it, it turns out it was Jimmy Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, maybe he's in one of those house sequels. We watched a bunch of those house movies. You know what? <laughs> Possibly. We'll have to look Seems like, later. oh shit. <laughs> Rock and Glock's we, right twice a day and my wife might be I, right. I'm sure we've seen him in a Grindman movie or two. Uh, but we also have Patrice Jennings as Jenny Whitney. And Ben Slack as Dr. Cleveland. Ooh. That's about all I've written down. But I mean, there's other people that pop up in this. Ugh. Hmm. Diana, how'd you watch this? Ah, so... 
I was able to find that this movie was available on the app Canopy. And I'm like, huh, why does that sound familiar? Answer, my local library allows me eight movie credits a month. And so I said, and done, no ads, thank you. Excellent, Canopy. Uh, But now I'm on a list. (laughs) Yes, of literate people with library cards, I think. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're, of course, members of the Blood Bank on Bloody Bits Horror Show, yeah. their Patreon. So, uh, of course, this is included among their, I think, almost 4,000 other horror movies they've got on there now. So, Oh, man, it's so packed with amazingly good stuff. Yeah, Dang. screw Shudder. <laughs> <laughs> but we start off in a mansion at night. <gasps> and we see someone going in the front door and all sorts of Dutch angles. And he hears a little laughing. <laughs> and just scared looking around. And he goes to the kitchen, grabs a knife. And then he kind of curls up by the front door with a knife in his hand. Mm-hmm. And the lights get turned on. B- B- Billy? Billy, is that you? And then apparently he just woke up from a nightmare? I don't mm-hmm. know. But luckily, oh man, we cut to a shrink's office. We're going to be here a couple times. Yeah. Uh, we meet... We meet our uh, our hero, quote unquote, Billy. He's uh, he's having some issues. He's he seems to be having these paranoid visions and these bad dreams, and I don't know. He he just thinks there's there's something afoot, some some sort of mischief. Mm-hmm. Something's just he's not af- right. He seems to be like afraid of just about everything because of it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, God damn it! I got to write allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, okay. <laughs> If Apple has, it's like, oh, that's right. He's in the shrink's office. And he's like, I don't know, the shrink gives him an apple so they can look more like an asshole or something. And uh, <laughs> he's like biting into it, but it looks like there's like worms and stuff crawling in it. And then, title card, society. <laughs> Roll credits, guys. What do we think? And, uh, um... <laughs> yeah, there was a nice little song of society with an orgy playing in the background. So that song's going to come back again for the credits, too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. were, were you able to make out the lyrics? You know, I did at the time, but that's, it's been a whole two days, Steve. So, like, it's all gone. Excellent. Well, it's... luckily, mm. let me just pull up that page here. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Is it one of them? Society waits for you. Now you're going to get sued. Uh, No, I... I, I, I... I basically Shatner the shit out of it, so I uh, don't have to worry about it. Uh, but yes, from Eton, it's Eton Boating Song from the Society soundtrack. <clears throat> okay. When you're tired of winning, when you're tired of fame, or when your head is spinning and you've drunk all the best champagne, then we'll all sing together to society will be true. Then we'll all sing together, society waits for you. But it's sung very operatic, like, yeah. as, as you see this, wet hot american orgy kind of going on in the background mm-hmm. you know it's very dark and like red light you know all that but yeah yep. and then it continues oh how we all get richer playing the ruling game only the poor get poorer we feed off them all the same then we'll all sing together to society will be true then we'll all sing together society waits for you mm-hmm. some may call us sinners we think of ourselves as saints some may call us killers it's done with such restraint then we'll all sing together to society will be true. Then we'll all sing together. Society waits for you. Yeah, it's a banger. 
right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll be playing at the end. But yeah, just because I was here, I was like, wait, what? It was said, you know, whenever it reaches that high tone, like mm-hmm. I know they're saying something, I have no idea so what it is. <laughs> So yeah, then we uh, go the next morning and we see uh, two white kids playing basketball in the front driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we uh, were introduced to the sister Jenny. Yep. And uh, yeah, you know, she's all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is this when he... It's when the anyway. ex-boyfriend shows up. Oh, oh, that, yes, oh that's, that's right. right. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, it's the ex-boyfriend's name. What's his name? Blanchard? Blanchard. Blanchard. Yep. That's why I wrote that's right. Yeah, see the ex-boyfriend Blanchard, who's like just completely stalking her, like in the room, mm-hmm. um, and basically, yeah, we watch the sister change, and I'm like, okay, and he's just creeping in the closet, and and she catches him, and he's like, wait, I can explain, and I'm like, all right, hear him out. No, Jenny, seriously, I can explain. Let me put my body on top of yours while you're naked and screaming yeah. while I explain. Yeah, right? she basically, or he basically tackles her and stuff. Mm, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, of course, Billy comes in and is like, Blanchard, what the fuck are you doing? Get off her. Ah! And the parents come home and <laughs> the parents are just so nonchalant of like, right? oh, hello, Blanchard. And, <laughs> and then they, they just like leave. Well, didn't we tell you to leave our daughter alone? <laughs> well, everything seems to be taken care of here. Good day, children. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we can understand sexual assault, but we do not look kindly to- upon you, Blanchard. <laughs> oh, and they're like, Billy, your low-class friend is outside. I thought we told you you shouldn't hang out with him anymore. Oh, yeah, what's his friend's name? Milo? Milo. That's right, his buddy yeah. Milo is who he was playing basketball with. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we were just playing basketball. I thought we told you he was sort of out of our pro. Under our pear grid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh, that's right. The sister's having her uh, her coming out or a like debutante ball or whatever she's doing. And he can't mm-hmm. make it? Yeah, he can't make it because he says he's going to uh, play basketball. Yep. And then it cuts to a debate. And I'm like, that's yep. not how basketball is done. That's that's two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's running for uh, class president or something. Yeah, yeah. And they like, really the like day. the family really wants him to to win it. Yeah, but it, but he gets a uh, I don't know his top question is like, what do you think about school dress code? And uh, it's about this time he sees a, a, a fetching dark haired creature in the the front row, basically pulling a basic instinct on him. Basic instinct, you hacks. Exactly. And uh, and he starts like uh, d- clothes the. Uh, Dress code. We should definitely good. have clothes. Vulva. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then he, but then he recovers, and he's like, I mean, you don't want too tight a dress code. You end up looking like this asshole over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, nerdlinger. <laughs> oh, nerdlinger. <laughs> Was it Marvin or Martin or something? Yeah. Yeah. When in doubt, dunk on the nerd. Yeah. Eighties baby. Nineteen. I mean, to be to be fair. To be fair. He's wearing a sweater vest. That's true. <laughs> Even I would have been he, making fun of this He knew what guy. he was getting into when he got dressed that morning. He's wearing a he's wearing a sweater vest in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, that's just bad wardrobe. It's like having two pocket protectors. You know what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> well, how are you supposed to protect the pocket protector, Steve? Oh, Diana. Oh, Diana. What? Sweet, sweet Has Diana. anybody here ever used a pocket protector? Hmm. 
You mean like underwear? Protecting yes, nature's so you, pocket? Yes, protecting nature's pocket. Do you protect nature's pocket? <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs> anyway. Like what, a cup then? <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to Shrink's office and he's like, what's a pocket protector for? No. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, basically he's like, yeah, I think I, uh, I, think I nailed the debate and, uh, you know, everything's going okay. Family life. Or, you know, how's the family life going? Oh, you know, a little incest psychosis, but no big deal. And I love how the shrink's like, look, asshole, I'm here for you. Just cut through the bullshit, all right? What Are you doing okay or not? Are you? And then he's like, okay, doc, I'm feeling a little alienated. I I think I might be adopted. adopted. I, I really don't look like my parents. They're just, we don't seem to have the same values. I'm, I'm more like a... Uh, like a like a teenage John Stamos, and they're like <laughs> yellow wasps. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're actively hostile towards me at all times. Right? Yeah. But that could just be a teenager thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Damn, effervescent beer. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but... Uh, and, oh, that's right. Then he says, uh, uh, the toxic assembly is like, well, you're going to deserve what's going to happen to you because you're going to make a contribution to society. Society. <laughs> society waits for you. Uh, anyway. Then, uh, yeah, he goes to, like, get suntan lotion out of his sister's room or something. Oh, yeah. And the sister, you know, like, he hears she's, like, taking a shower. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, for some reason, he just kind of keeps going into the bathroom. Uh, Diana, what does he see? So, in classic 80s fashion, where you see the silhouette of a girl showering, um, but it's a little bit fogged, but at the same time, you can still see a bunch of stuff. And as he's walking closer and closer, he sees that she is sudsing herself up. And for some reason, her boobs and butt are on the same side. Yeah! He's like, what? What is... And he's just like, what? I don't understand. He slowly creeps closer and closer and she's making these like sensual sounds of just like the shower. (laughs) She's having a goddamn Fructis commercial going on in her bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then he opens up the shower door. (gasps) What are you doing, Billy? Get out of here! Get out, weirdo! Yep. And she's covering herself up in the places that, you know, works just fine for the rating, which was, I'm guessing it was an R, so. Yeah, 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 it is an R. It was an R. But yeah, (laughs) it was very PG-13 for the most of it, and then it got R. Yeah, It went pretty R. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, oh, I was um, just looking for the suntan lotion, and, uh. Lotion. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, then he hops in his Jeep Laredo and goes to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve, do they still even make fructis? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, they might at Walmart or something. They might sell it there. Oh, maybe. So, um, so yeah, we go to the beach, and uh, oh, that's right. He's like making out with his uh, his girlfriend cheerleader. I think we saw earlier, yeah. like she was uh, doing leading the pep rally or whatever for the debate. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's also one of the elements of winning the debate. She did a cheer for him, so yeah, woo! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. She says something like, "I I love you," you know, and he's like, "Uh huh, yeah, yeah, I love you too." <laughs> and then like some kids sneak up and like start squirting him with the suntan lotion, and yeah, I don't which know. is a dick move. Yeah, but yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so, of course, he chases after him, tackles him, beats their ass, throws them in the ocean, roll credits. Guys, what do we know? Uh, yep. But, <laughs> I don't know, he, he does get, like, tripped up. Uh, but when he looks up, there's that mystery girl that was pulling the basic instinct on him. Mm-hmm. He's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I think you dropped this or something. And, like, oh, yeah, she, like, squirted him with the lotion, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for, hey, that's my job. <laughs> But, uh, Once again, double standard. Hot chick does it. It's awesome. Little kids do it. Fuck those kids. Fuck those kids, boy. That's right. <laughs> See, Diana gets it. Yeah. I know the rules. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then he, uh, Billy turns around and, oh, there, there's a big girl. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. 80s humor. All right. <laughs> okay. She's, She's all a size 12. I, I actually haven't looked this up. Was that a dude or was that a girl? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one where I'm like, I don't know, but I don't want to justify it by it looking it up. Kind of looked like Billy Bob from like uh, Varsity Blues or something, just with some makeup on. But right, yeah, I don't know. It, the the brow, the pronounced brow, I think is what made me think that the most. But that not could have been mention, makeup too. I don't know. But yeah, not to mention not fully there. And also, was this one of those scenes where? Uh, she takes something out of her mouth and puts it in his hand. Yeah, like a little hairball or some shit. It was yeah. a hairball. Yeah, fun stuff. Yep. Uh, so then the other Richie Riches are there giving him shit like, oh, uh, what, what's what's his last name? Oh, yeah. oh, Whitney, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. His girlfriend asked him, like, come on, there's a party going on this weekend. Can you get us invited? You love me, don't you? Yeah, right. It's the only Sorry. thing that gives me purpose. Yeah. Oh, and how? But then someone else wants to talk to him. <gasps> it's Blanchard. What's he doing at the beach? He's like, I gotta talk to you. I got, I, I, I definitely gotta talk to you. Let's, let's go over here by the, the dark side of the dock or whatever. Right. Under the boardwalk. <laughs> and then he, uh, then he pulls out this uh, little tape recorder. Like he has a whole set, like in a suitcase or whatever. Right, he's like, so don't freak out. But I sort of like bugged your sister. And oh my god, you gotta hear this shit. And so uh, they start playing the recording and, uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Dad, tell me how we we do my coming out party again. Oh, we've been over this, but okay, first we dine, Mm -hmm. and then we copulate. Okay. And first with someone of your own age, and then your your mother and I. Okay. And then probably that Ted Ferguson guy, he's pretty Mm, sweet, right? I suppose. And then... (laughs) And then we start getting uh, some sort of uh, sexy noises. And, oh. Uh, oh, that's right. Me- meanwhile, uh, back at the house, like they, they, I guess, find the little microphone in like one of her earrings or whatever this is all recorded with. Right? Yeah. So they're on to Blanchard. But uh, yeah, they got back and there's like, he's basically listening to his his sister and parents having uh, you know, sloppy syrup sex. Yeah. And... Oh, dad. And they start screaming, and I swear there's a couple of pig squeals in there, and and then he starts being a Blanchard, like, "What the hell are you trying to do, man?" Yeah, it's uh, pretty hold- gross. Yeah, hold on, uh, take, taking the, the puppers out for a sec. Puppy. All right. Um, Doug has peed. Doug has a chewy. All right. So yeah, so we uh, just, just a heads up too. It's the pooping hour, so I'll probably be up again in like ten minutes. Cool. Cool. <laughs> all right so, so yeah billy uh attacks blancher and he uh steals the he basically grabs the tape and he goes to his shrink's office and is like look i 
I need you to hear this. There's, I told you there was something weird going on. Now I have proof. And Billy, I can listen to it in the morning. Yeah, come on, like, guy. Come on. It's like the end of my day. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to have fa- dinner with my family. I just, I just took a couple of quaaludes. They're starting to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then we got to like the next day, and he's like trying to explain it to like his girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> Like, you know, I got this this tape, and she's like, yeah, did you get the invite to the party, though? And they have a little argument, and it's like, okay, cool, who cares? Oh, yeah, he, like, opens up his locker, and there's a shrunken head in there, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't even process that through the, the movie until it's eventually brought back up again. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't care about that. Yeah, like an hour later, it's like, oh, right, that was a pointless thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But uh, we go back to the shrink's office, and he's like, so, Doc, did you hear the tape? And he's like, well, yeah, Billy, I did, and this is kind of sick and weird. He's like, right? But he starts playing, like, no, you shouldn't be, like, eavesdropping on your your, your family. And he plays it, and it's, like, totally different. And it's like, oh, well, you know, first we'll have dinner, and then we'll have dancing. Uh, traditionally, it'll be someone of your own age, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and it's then like, we present you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, the shrink ends up with, like, oh, you just have to accept the rules of society and respect other people's privacy. And, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to prescribe you some drugs, so you're welcome. Uh, so he calls up Blanchard, and uh, he's like, hey, Blanchard. Uh, oh, he call- That's right, he calls up Blanchard right there in front of the shrink, too, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I need another copy of that tape. Yeah, meet mm-hmm. me at the corner of Roxbury and Bush, <laughs> you know, in ten minutes, blah, blah, blah. Diana, what happens? He goes there, he drives off, and he slowly approaches the place where they're supposed to meet. And then it's just, oh no, that's Blanchard's van. He's crushed. And there's a body going into an ambulance. And so he gets out of the car and he walks right into the crime scene and no one says a damn word. (laughs) Yeah, they give him a good 10 Mississippi before somebody's like, hey kid, would you mind not fucking with the crime scene? By the way, the the van's like flipped and crushed, and like <laughs> yeah. I think it was on fire too. <laughs> like it was just not, you know this this is a crime scene that says no survivors. Yeah, there's blood everywhere, <laughs> and he steps through it. Yeah, it's like oh man, you just ruined your shoes, just so you know. Mm, but, yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, but yep. oh, and he also found the uh, the suitcase with all the recording stuff in there, but it was open and everything was destroyed. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's when the cops are like, "Hey kid, get the fuck out of here." Yeah, hey, you can't go through that evidence. That's our job. <laughs> you can't tamper that we're about to throw cocaine in there mm. so then <laughs> so then he goes home and uh they get a telegram it's an invitation to ted's party that weekend yay, yay! cool and he's like but uh you know blanchard died right and the whole family's like oh what, what are you gonna wear i mean that sucks but uh so for the party yeah what uh what's the plan yeah i don't know yeah they're just nonchalant about everything mm-hmm so we go to the party and he sees the mystery girl. We find out her name's Clarissa. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they, like, dance or whatever. Um, oh, that's right, yeah, they're, like, about the dance and then Milo comes in and, like, basically cock blocks. <laughs> he, he basically, I'm like, hey, did you hear what happened to Blanchard? Like, yeah, I went rummaging through the crime scene while the cops were there. It was pretty sweet. Uh, but, uh. No, he's basically like, yeah, 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 that sucks. I'm, I'm going to go talk to this Carissa chick or whatever. Um, and along with, he also, like, chats with Ted and, I don't know, he's like, you son of a bitch, what'd you do to Blanchard? He's like, what? No, dude. what? Or no, no, no that's right. It was, it was, he went to Ted and he was basically like, 
yeah, I heard the videotape about you fucking my sister. <laughs> and Ted's like, whoa, dude, relax. Enjoy yourself. You want to know what happened? We had some dinner. And then I fucked your sister and your parents. And then everyone. And then I killed Blanchard. So what the fuck are you going to do about it? And basically he just decks Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yeah, Billy gets tossed in the pool and Clarissa's there. And yeah. And she, of course, she's going to see like, hey, let's get you out of those wet clothes, right? Uh, Diana, what happens? I mean, she absolutely got him out of those wet clothes. Yeah. And then uh, in true 80s fashion, it just became, oh, kissy huggy. We do get some boobs. Sex. There was some sex. Yeah. <laughs> and as we were watching it, I'm like, you know, those black and red sheets are pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's still it's still early in the movie, so I'm just like, is this part of like an ongoing thing where like he's gonna have sex with her, but then it's all of a sudden gonna be Ted again punching him in the face, like uh, <laughs> yeah. touch my girlfriend. He's, uh. he's just slipping away into his concussion, then he <laughs> wakes up to I don't know being thrown against a wall or something. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but um, sure enough, there is some sex involved, and then he just starts to pay attention that she's kind of like. I don't understand how she's, I can see her knees facing that way, but then she's facing me this way. What? And he falls off the bed. Yeah. It's basically like, oh man, I had no idea you were a ballerina. Wait a minute. He trips over his own boner. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I like how she's even like, wow, I didn't know you were a virgin. <laughs> like, but the two-stroke choke thing didn't, uh, didn't, didn't tip you off there. But, uh, yeah, we see the girlfriend. She drives a red Camaro. She says something like, how do you like tea? I don't know. But but he goes in, uh, he goes into, was it Clarissa's house where it was like the purple and pink and like the ivory decor? Was that his house? No, I, I think that was her place because the her mom was there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was their place. And I was like, wow, purple, pink, and ivory. Uh, I have yeah. an idea for our, uh, for our guest room, babe. Um, we actually just got rid of that, so no. 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 Alright. Um, yeah, they start making out there in the living room, and then, surprise, the mom shows up! Ah! And then, yeah, she coughs up a hairball or whatever and hands it to him, and... I don't know. And then, of course, he's like, well, it's getting late, I should get out of here. Okay. Next morning, it's off to Blanchard's funeral. Uh... That's right, Sushi. So she's sad about the funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but he hops in his Jeep and uh, there's a blow-up doll in there. <laughs> right. And then the girlfriend pulls out a Camaro and is like, you son of a bitch, I know you're banging her, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, as you would with any blow-up doll that just randomly showed up in your Jeep, you instantly run up to your parents' bedroom to show them and, oh, your sister's in there. Okay, cool. Get getting a neck massage from her dad. Yeah, yeah while barely wearing clothes. <laughs> yeah. All of them are barely wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. And I think mom's uh, flicking the bean there. I Billy mean, she's definitely in. watching. But yeah. Well, Billy comes in. Oh, Billy, this is so inappropriate. What are you doing here? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, oh, is that one of ours? Blow up dollar right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, also the blow-up doll. Like, I don't know. I I remember there was that, like, Ken doll thing with a screw in its head. And then that Ken doll ended up in the blow-up doll. And I'm just like, I'm so confused right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, basically ends up storming out of there and uh, cut to a synagogue. And I'm like, oh, apparently Blanchard was a Hebrew name. All right. Oh, I didn't even notice. And then, uh, yeah, they're sitting there looking at the body, him and Milo. And uh, I think it was Milo basically reaches in and like touches Blanchard's face and it's all mushy and shit. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, it, it cracks and collapses. And they're yeah. like, yeah, they, they must have had to re- reconstruct his face. Yeah, yep. definitely reconstructed his face. Yep, yep, that's definitely, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> There was a lot of blood. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then uh, Marty, the guy he was debating against or whatever, uh, he said he needed to talk or whatever. He was like, not here. No, meet me in the canyon at nine o'clock. That's right, because Marty was at the synagogue. That makes sense. Yes. And uh, Milo, like, follows uh, Billy out there, like, in his car. <laughs> right. Um, sushi, you okay? Oh, you good boy. Um, but yeah, Billy ends up going, I, I don't know, he just kind of pulls off the road or whatever and goes wandering in the woods and finds a car and Marty's dead in it. What? Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Throat slashed, blood everywhere. Yeah, just guts. But then he hears some laughter. <laughs> and he starts chasing like, hey, hey, who's there? Chasing after him and, uh, you know, some mysterious dark figure pushes him to the ground. And then he pops up at Clarissa's house? Because apparently that's what was right outside of the woods? Yeah, apparently. And he's like, hey, yeah, I, need to, I need to use your phone to call the cops. And I I love how she's just like tagging along with the co- him and the cops go into the woods and she has that like bedazzled jacket on. <laughs> and and uh, I was like, wait, wait, this is a different car. I don't know whose car this is. Like, yeah, there's definitely no body and blood. Look, there's like a red scarf in here. You hire something, kid? Maybe you need to get frisked. Get up against the car. Ugh. Next time it'll be less pleasant. <laughs> you know, cop, cop stuff. Whatever. <laughs> so then, uh, then we go back to the Jeep. Yeah, basically he just falls asleep in Clarissa's lap. And I'm like, all right, that was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next day's the big debate. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, that's right. He's like sitting in the front row and Jen comes sitting next to him. And she's basically like, well, good luck with the debate, Billy. He's like, Jen, is there um anything you want to tell me? What well, what are you talking about? Any Anything you want to tell me about you and dad and your party? But no, what, what what's going on here? <laughs> and uh, so anyway, he gets called up to debate and Marty's not there because, you know, Marty's dead, right? Mm-hmm. He gets up there and says, yeah, it's strange Marty isn't up here. But I'll tell you why. Because it's about society. They killed him. And then, uh, I don't know, a lot of orgies or something. I don't know exactly what's going on, but Marty's dead, damn it. Diana, what happens? Marty comes up, and I believe he's also still wearing a sweater vest. And he's like, uh, yeah, society killed me, Billy. And then makes it look like this guy. (laughs) 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 So Billy just leaves and it's like, okay, cool. Makes sense. Debate Uh, over. Yeah. And then Milo's like, hey, Billy. uh, Sorry, dude. I'm the one that's been messing with you. I'm the one to put the shrunken head in your locker and the blow up doll in your Jeep and stuff. And he's like, well, why the fuck did you do that? (laughs) So he's like, I don't know. I I have feelings for you. I don't know what, man. Oh, also, I did follow you to the canyon, and yeah, it's all weird. I saw the body and everything, too. This, this is crazy. And mm-hmm. I think Ted's car was pulling out of there as you were pulling off the road. 
you're, you're not crazy. You're just a bad friend. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, you're right. I'm kind of being a dick. Sorry. Right? <laughs> and that's how guys solve problems. Yeah. Hey, roll credits, guys. What do we think? <laughs> no, but uh, that night he goes home. And, uh, Billy goes home and everyone's there. Like, it's a it's a goddamn intervention. Like, the shrink is there. Parents are there. The the weird, creepy uncle that wrote him letters is there. No, I don't know. But, mm-hmm. uh, and an ambulance pulls up, and uh, Billy gets shot up with something. Like, you know, a little needle in the neck. <sighs> but luckily, Milo was there watching the whole thing. Because, you know, things are going weird. <gasps> and, uh, yeah, basically follows him out to the hospital. And he walks up to the, <laughs> the nurse or whatever. basically like, yeah, I'm looking for uh, Billy Whitney. You know where he's at? Oh, yeah, he's in the morgue. The morgue? What? He was fine just a second ago. What, what the hell? <laughs> but then, uh, but then, like, uh, Milo or whatever, like, like, goes back out to his car, and Billy's Jeep is there? And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Damn, what happens? So he... Milo realizes something weird is going on. So it, 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 it cuts over to Billy by this point. And isn't he just kind of like feverish and he hears all these sounds and he just kind of thrashes that and he's like, he hears the sounds. What is it? And he, he does the hospital curtain thing and nobody's there. So he's just like, uh-huh, okay, yeah. So he just kind of gets himself together and leaves and goes back to his Jeep. Milo said, like, they told me you were dead. What, what's going on? He's just like, don't you get it? It's society. And gets in the car and I, by that point I'm just like I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, he's he's high. They've given him the drugs. So he's yeah. just gonna go home and accept it. Diane, I've but seen he's... the rest of this movie. I have no idea what's going on. There, there is also this, especially when he's also like, "Man, see, it's society. I won. I'm free." And I'm yeah. like, "Oh, okay." If if you, if you say so, Billy, is this the drugs? Is this not the drugs? <laughs> am I, the drugs. Am I, am I almost like they're setting you up for something? He's like, "For what, man?" I'm alive. Whatever. I'm going to go see Clarissa. So we go see Clarissa. Um, I don't know. He slaps her around a bit. <laughs> don't know what's going on there. Yeah, uh, but then but then she's like, well, I, I mean, why don't, you, why don't you stay here for a while? He's like, what? No, I got to go home. He's like, no, just don't, don't, don't go home. Don't, don't do that. Stay with me where you're safe. So he goes home. Uh, <sighs> and, uh, and of course, Milo's going to tag along with him, but... <gasps> Who's that in the backseat of Milo's car? It's Mrs. Carlin, Clarissa's mom. Ah! Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's just kind of back there doing her thing where she coughs up shit. Mm-hmm. She goes after his hair, too, and he's like, Don't touch the hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, uh, I don't know, uh, Billy gets home, he starts chugging some water, and I don't know, he's hearing the laughing and stuff again. Oh, that's right, and all the lights are, like, turned off, so he's like, what What the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the kitchen. Oh, man, it's like the beginning of the movie. He grabs a knife. He starts heading upstairs. Still no lights, but he hears noises. <laughs> oh, oh. What the fuck is that? Well, at some point, I'm trying to remember if it was just the doctor. Was it the doctor who shows up? I don't know, but at at some point, it's like my my mind's eye is just like something, something, something happens, oh. and then this is the part where we yeah, had right. to stop it and rewind because we thought we missed a scene. But yeah, we did yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so he's wandering around or whatever, 
Uh, you hear some noises, and then uh, his mom and uh, sister walk in. Okay. And he's like, "Mom, Jen, what what's going mm. on here?" And then literally everyone pops up, like the lights turn on, and the entire fucking city is there yeah. surrounding him. And one of them is like the fucking has one of them little dog catcher like nooses yeah. on a stick or whatever and like totally catches them and then like forty people are applauding and I'm yeah. like okay what the fuck is going on but guys this is just the beginning just the beginning well they start clapping and they're just like good job everyone we did it excellent excellent and I'm like okay did they. Did they and, all do it? Yeah, then uh, Judge Carter shows up. He's uh, apparently heading the ceremony, and he's, yes, welcome everybody to the thrill of the hunt and the taste of the shunt. <laughs> What's a shunt? Wait for it. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, it says something like there's no business like showbiz or something. Um, mm-hmm. here, and, and then he's, he basically just starts explaining, like, oh. no, no, we're like a different race of people. We're not aliens or anything. We're just... A different type right, of person. He, he says, like, uh, like you alien bastards! Yeah, he's like, no, we're not aliens, just different. Better, you might say. And a superior life form. Yeah. yeah, it's like, we've been here longer than you have. Like, all superior and shit, but that's to be expected from society. 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 Yeah, so they uh, drag Billy around on that, uh, that dog catcher thing for a bit. And uh, Clarissa shows up. He's like, Clarissa, what what the fuck is going on? And, you know, she's just trying to, like, blend in. Like, haha, I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the judge and the mom uh, both kind of start caressing his sister, Jen. <laughs> and it was written down, yuck. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then Blanchard is brought in. Wait, what? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's a surprise, everybody. We have a special treat. It's a double header. Ah. Diana, what happens? So what's amazing is that while Blanchard is like, yay, this is a part of it. Billy is a very, very special entree, I guess we'll say for now. But that's not quite right because the whole thing about Billy and what he is, is he was raised by one of us, brought into their home and now it's all culminating into this exact moment. Yay, everyone. Let's prepare ourselves for... Yep. That's when the orgy gets started. Yeah! The shunts! The shunting! They, uh, they bring Blanchard to the center because Billy has to see what's going on before oh, yeah. he can freak out about what's about to happen to him. Oh, yeah, those and, fear juices when they get bubbling. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, are we talking about sweat for humans or the goo that's coming from this thing that's all, making all it the above. over? It can be all, all the of above. It. All the the accoutrement. Yep. And it's this is not a quick scene either. This no. is Blanchard on the ground, and suddenly all of them just slowly start nibbling at him. And I'm oh, just like, are they? Are they, they start crazy? stripping. They're yep. like sweating. Like they're Licking. everyone's Every, shiny. Yeah, and, everybody starts oozing yeah, for Gutoba. Yep. Yep. And it's just. And the whole time he's like, he's terrified, but he's not screaming because it's like, this is slow and like, he, they're like marinating him or something. Yeah. And then they're. 
like they're sucking on them and like their faces start fusing to them. Yes, very yes. Beetlejuice. Yeah. That's what I told Ryan when I, I, I don't know how to explain this without showing you. And I said exactly that the Beetlejuice knows. Yep. Yes. Yep. While the scene oh. was going on, Steve and I were like, this is like visually actually not that much more graphic than Beetlejuice, but content wise pushes it into a whole nother realm. Yeah, not not as much uh, Vaseline on that butt that's like melting like butter when they're grabbing it and yeah, it's fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, then Clarissa spits on Ted um, and uh, Ted just starts like licking Billy (laughs) and uh, I don't know, uh, Milo and Mrs. Carlin end up jumping a cop or whatever outside of the building like to get in. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, everyone's just fucking greasy, and the the judge, he's, like, primed and ready to go, and he's like, well, time to get to the bottom of this. Oh, yeah, that, like, everybody's like, uh, judge, he's he's ready for you? And, yeah, oh, uh, this is the <laughs> most horrifying part. I know, it totally is. Diana, what happens? Uh, okay, so, <laughs> if I remember correctly, the judge takes a fist... Uh-huh. He inserts it elsewhere, and it comes all the way up Blanchard through his mouth. And is that the part where eyes pop out? Yep. (laughs) And it's all being videotaped by some other guy with one of those giant camcorders. And Billy just starts kind of freaking out. What the fuck? Um, Yeah, basically just, uh, yeah, fists all the way up through and out and... uh, mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Billy, like, breaks free and, like, runs up the stairs or whatever. Right. And, and... they try to get the dog catcher loop thing up there as well. Yeah. It's the doctor who comes after him. Yeah, the doctor comes after him. And he... T- <laughs> Speaking uh, of, of Beetlejuice, he's got, like, yeah. this Tim Burton Batman Joker grin. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like the Joker makeup. Uh, uh, yeah, again, came out the same year, so probably yeah. had a couple in in the studio or something. And uh, like Billy's like freaking out. Like I, I think he grabs like a stick or something, starts swinging it or whatever. And just, <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> yep. And and then he, I, I don't know, forms his head into like a hand, kind of doing the hang ten big Kahuna kind of. Yeah. Thing? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just so gross. Yeah. Yeah, so then they go into the mom's room, and uh, the mom's in there. And uh, holy shit, she's got like arms. For- she's just lying in bed, but you see like her legs are like hairy arms. Yep. And then she gets up and starts walking on him, and Billy's like, What the fuck? Get away from me! Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then Jen's, she, he like falls over and she walks up to him. And then Jen's head pops up out of her crotch. That is accurate. And then they like turn backwards and then the dad's head comes out of their butthole. And go. Yep. And this is the part where his dad is so amused. You're totally right, son. I was a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if it sounds weird, it's even weirder watching it on screen. Guys, th- this whole movie needs, the last 15 minutes needs to be watched <laughs> to be understood, really. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Jeez. Billy's like, okay, screw this. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Runs downstairs. And full shunting is going on. Like, there's 
20 or 30 bodies just all kind of melted together in like a big orgy of Cronenberg. <laughs> and like, it's just flesh and sick. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic stuff. Yep. And they're all having a fantastic, well, except for Billy. Yeah. <laughs> they're all having a fantastic time. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, the, the judge sort of like sits up from behind the couch and was like, oh, I gotta pull myself together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Billy uh, grabs Clarissa. Hey, guys. Yeah, Billy grabs Clarissa and uh, basically challenges Ted. He's like, Stop. hey, I, well, I, I, I challenge you. I'm not just gonna die like this. And uh, everyone starts unshunting, I guess, and yeah, collecting, Stop. like, kind of oozing back into a person. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Doug's being an asshole. <laughs> Sushi, what are you doing, buddy? What's wrong? Let me put some stuff in his Kong. I think he's just bored. <laughs> hey, baby, you know what they did to Blanchard? Stuff in his Kong? <laughs> did they Kong him up? <laughs> they, they fling up that bottom first. And took, hang on. Oh, Sushi, you are such a smelly puppy. And you have so much energy, but only... When we're podcasting, no. if we weren't podcasting, he would be asleep on the chair. Like he is every <laughs> other moment of every other day. Yeah. Kind of like how animals know when you want to take a picture of them, and it's like, I better move out yeah. of this cute position. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, they pulled the camera out. Time for me to just run over here now. And all you have is blurry animal photos. Pet ownership, am I right? Isn't it the best? It's something, all right. <laughs> it's the something. All right. That should keep him occupied for like seven and a half minutes. Hey, that should be good. <laughs> we're, we're nearing the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, by this point, uh, Billy is challenging Ted. Yeah, challenging Ted. So everyone starts unshunting and reconstituting, and uh, yeah, the judge gets back to normal. And so yeah, there's a there's a fight between Billy and Ted, but. It was uh, a fight. But Ted starts pulling off, like, JCVD roundhouse kicks and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Billy's like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> um, was it was it Ted that finally kind of said what was actually happening? Like, don't you get it, Billy? We rich have always fed off the poor and the crap like you. Yep. So, like, yep. Sing it as he's okay. whooping his ass. And, uh, exactly. Yep. Yeah, he, like, tosses Billy across the room. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He also ends up hitting Clarissa for some reason. I think she said he had a tiny dick or something. Uh, <laughs> but then, oh yeah, Milo and Mrs. Carlin, they've, they're they in the building now. So Mrs. Carlin like tackles Ted and, uh, I don't know, Ted then gets up and starts sucking on Billy. Yes, he did. And then Diana, what happens? So much like with lots of things where I don't understand how it happened, but Billy somehow reaches underneath and he manages to just oh oh and then everyone just kind of hushes like what what's happening what's happening and somehow billy manages to turn ted inside out yeah yes, so, him. so diana if i could explain i think this is what oh, happened Jesus. basically when ted started like sucking on billy it turned him from you know rock hard jcvd roundhouse kick badass mm-hmm. to okay. jello shunting mode 
Yeah. And that's okay. when Billy was like, well, I'm not shunting yet, so kaprash all the way up through the torso and out through his fucking eye. Basically <laughs> going full Kermit on Ted. Yeah, getting to the bottom of it. That's right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Ba- makes more sense. And then, yeah, basically pulling that ripcord and flipping him inside out and everybody's like, holy shit. All right, everybody, stay away from him. We're all in our gooey state. He can do this to any of us. Uh, so Milo and Clarissa and Billy, they all head out. Uh, I think oh, it, he ends somebody, up like punching his dad or something. Yeah, because his dad's like, nobody's going to believe you, Billy. They're all just think you're just going to say you're crazy and you'll be forced to come right back here. Thwap. <laughs> Thwap. Yeah. And then uh, as they're like walking out, it's like, oh, it's morning now. Okay. They yeah. all hop in the Jeep, drive off. And then the judge like leans over somebody and is like, well, as they're like looking at Ted's like inside out goo corpse or whatever on the ground, like, well. I guess we have a new opening in Washington, D.C. next summer. Roll credits, guys. Society! (laughs) (laughs) Diana, what'd you think? This movie was weird, but also you cannot describe it. You have to watch it. Yeah. If you can handle it. Does, Does that mean Diana's recommending this movie? I am for those yeah. like so Izzy remember how you mentioned that there's a list that you have of pe- this is definitely not supposed to go on that list but no no, no. Is... not 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 of just the happy Halloween trick-or-treat movies this is no 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 no, no. Th- this is uh you know what though this is body horror light mm-hmm. yes so like if you don't want to watch like full Cronenberg but you are sort of curious like what Eddie the Axe is watching this is a would be a good intro <laughs> Actually, yeah, this is like, yeah, your first ups. This is your training wheels towards stuff. Like, if you can stomach this, and I completely understand if you can't, I'm surprised that I managed to get through it. I could not stop thinking about it. And it is gross, but also, <laughs> like, I could handle this better than, say, hostile or oh, yeah, yeah. anything in that realm. Yeah, this, um, I, I kind of categorize this, like, with killer clowns from outer space and, like, just if, if you want good practical like special effects and stuff like in a movie mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's you know got horror elements stuff to it but it's still like you're, you're gonna be laughing a bit and you know it's not just yeah. super gross like oh god oh ripping heads off and shit but it's gross it's not super visceral yeah we talk about guys yes. getting fleaned inside out and stuff and it's like yeah but it's not that bad you've seen right. grosser things if you've ever gutted a fish yeah yeah, you've seen gro- grosser things on basic cable easily. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Not to mention, I have to give tremendous, you know, props to the prop masters. Yes. This was incredible work. Yeah, it was a uh, screaming mad George, I believe, was the the gentleman <laughs> who did this one. Oh, I wrote that down. I'm like, yeah, screaming mad George, good job. Yeah. All right. On that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back, <gasps> we have more beers, fun facts. <gasps> And what we learn from society! (laughs) Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. (laughs) Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? 
then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we, I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com. Slash soup complex, but our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Sometimes I wish a guy would tie me up with licorice ropes and then he'd spank me and then he would eat the licorice ropes and he would free me and then all of it is happening while um, the Philharmonic is playing Bolero. And you're <laughs> listening to everything I learned from movies. And we're back. By say, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. <laughs> she said it. Ah, she no. said it. <laughs> they were better every week. Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, Izzy, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Oh. After watching all that hot, steamy, just uh, action, just pulsating on the screen i am absolutely too sober to shunt so <laughs> <laughs> let's get a little moister i mean <laughs> since we have diana here let's let's just go ahead go ahead and have a shunt <laughs> yeah uh but on this special occasion we had to get this special beer from ogden river brewing we have their divine apparition baltic porter uh, 7.6% alcohol by volume, but it's in a beautiful, like, champagne bottle. Yeah. With uh, one of the wax tops mm. on top of it. It's been wax dipped. Yeah. Oh, oh and gooey. they've, uh, did you see on the top? They oh, yeah, they got, like, got a little press to the, yeah, the yeah, little they embossed star it. thing or something. Yeah, what is that? It's an emboss, embossing yeah. work. Well, but yeah, it looks like, kind of like a Zodiac, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a cool little stamp on top, but uh Yeah. We uh we made this Baltic Porter. Uh, the former head brewer of Ogden River was part of our uh, was the O Town Hopheads Brewing yeah. Club. Yeah. Oh, there it is on my knee. <laughs> but uh, my top. Hold on, I might just take a sec because it's waxed, dipped in wax because it's been covered in goo. Mm. Oh, 
It's gooey top. Nice. Hey, even kept it out of the... <sighs> Pour the beer, Steve. I'm going to yeah, take the dog out yeah, I'll, again. I'll, I'll wait. Fucking dog. He's just is really he, Is he going to shit this time? Probably not. He's just gone outside and stared at the neighbors every time. Yeah, that's what he does. Do you really have to party? But he can't do it without us. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, you are the keepers of the place that you, he is allowed to potty. Sweet dum-dum dog. You hit the door. You know what that's for. Okay, bye. Okay, yeah, he's... He doesn't even know what he wants now. The poor? Oh. Oh, wow. This is like a pitch black beverage. There's a tiny bit of ruby highlights, but really, light doesn't pass through this beverage. This has a dark khaki-colored head. Lots of tiny bubbles that are dissipating quickly. Tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. This smells like bourbon. Mm. My hands also smell like dog food. Yay, I smell like Ogden. <laughs> uh, just, uh, bourbon for... and dog food. Downtown Ogden, baby. And for everybody Ooh, out there, uh, at the time of this here recording, actually, I had to go down to the courthouse and do, do a fix-it ticket. Our brake lights have been out for about three and a half years, so it was about time I got tagged. <laughs> But we got it fixed. Um, And the courthouse is like a block and a half from a dog food factory. The courthouse smells like dog food. Whole downtown does for the most part. It does. And in fact, if you want to know what that smells like, uh, at the local Artisan Collective, we have a candle maker who makes an uh, Ogden-scented candle. Whoa. It's dog food flavor. Yeah. (laughs) Living in Utah. Oh, by the way, uh, celebrating Ogden River Brewing's first anniversary with our limited release Divine Apparition Baltic Porter. This dark, sultry brown beer with a rich tan head Mm. has bold aromas of dates, chocolate, prunes, caramels, and dark toast. (laughs) With lighter notes of vanilla and smoke delicately layered underneath. This is a full-body beer with a rich, sweet malt character. We hope you enjoy this divine beer as we toast to our first year. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to Pat and everyone involved yeah. with Ogden River Brewing. And uh, yeah, they're right. This is robust. It is oh, chocolatey. Yeah. Like I said, it tastes I'm like bourbon. I'm excited to get drunk on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even Diana would want to try a shot of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd try it. Fucking wax. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's only 7.6%, which is kind of surprising, but... Yeah, it's rich, baby. Yeah, I'll have to get, get a, cup. A, uh, a cup for finishing that later. But uh, mm-hmm. trying to find somewhere the dog won't come and knock it over. Doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Fifty pound dog. Oh my god! And I keep getting up because I know around this time he's gonna have to poop, and I don't want him pooping inside. Yep. Are you going to do it this time? Let's go. Let's go. Don't worry. This Bye. only happens for like the next 12 hours. Bye. You guys are great dog parents. <laughs> Trying to be, but he's taking no, advantage of it. Oh, of course he is, because he can. Well, for now. Then Steve will eventually be like, you know what? Shit. I dare you. I double dare mm. you. See how quick you get thrown in a cage outside. Aw. Very quickly. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta teach him before he becomes 80 pounds, then just hell on your back. <gasps> no. I can't even imagine. It's just like 80 pound dog. Yeah. He's a, he's a 
somewhere around 50 or so right now but it, 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 i don't know he, he seems like he might excuse me top out around 70 but yeah i'm just guessing 80 for the high that's cool yeah, he's only gone yes, like no. five pounds in the almost two months we've had him now so mm. we'll see fingers crossed i guess i don't know yeah mm. yeah these and are the growing pains he's a good dog it's just yeah well i mean even even good dogs just like really you, you're really doing this right now yep you take a chance or got enough of that shit from the cats. No, I was kidding. <laughs> well, you right, know where Pickles. the cats poop. I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to have been dying for the last decade, cat. Don't you give me that shit. Right. <laughs> those, are the, those are the animals that live the longest. Well, we feed yeah. when we ate poop. Oh, so he's, so he's not going to be hungry. All right. <laughs> I told Steve, I'll tell you too, once the thingy's in your ear. Alright, things in my ear. Yeah. You're good dog parents. Yes. Letting him just eat all the poop he can eat. Mm-hmm. Recycled That's food. That's a bonus. It's easy when, like... No! Hey. Don't bite my couch. <laughs> hey! Stop trying to pick fight with the cats, dummy. You lose every time. They beat your oh. ass like a Cherokee drum. You're so silly. You're a silly puppy. <laughs> Look at you. Right. Oh, since Diana's on the episode, you can play with one of the Diana toys. Aww. Yeah. Give him a bottle of Dogka. Squeaky, squeaky. Look at your toy. What was that? <gasps> Get that toy. Crinkle, crinkle. Or stare at me longingly. Either way. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the and River Brewing. Divine Apparition. Woo! Delightful. <laughs> if you can get your hands on it, do it. Would uh, either of you ladies be interested in any fun facts? Mm, would they happen to be super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Alright, Rotten Tomatoes. Diana, what do you think the critics thought of society? Oh, I'm so torn. So I'm just going to say it's going to be some who don't get it, but a lot of them will Forty-six percent. Is he? Oh, considering we really hadn't even like heard of this movie, I'm gonna. I think the critics suck and they didn't get it. I'm gonna go with my super generous seventeen percent. It is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes at sixty-two percent. Fifty-two with the audience, so the critics actually got it more than the audience did, I guess. Hmm. Uh, two million dollar budget uh no worldwide gross that i could find but more on that later uh <laughs> i'll say it now basically this movie was finished in 1989 and it was released in much of europe but it was not released in the u.s until 1992 oh so that's probably why there's no uh worldwide gross numbers or whatever like i probably went straight to video here in the u.s yeah europe would get it more than us yeah, yeah europe gets it yeah, the uh, the scene where Billy sees Jenny's body distorted in the shower was added during the production because director Brian Usna felt another shocking scene was needed earlier in the film. Yeah, pretty much. yeah, kind of kind of a slow burn on this one. And yeah, with horror movies, you kind of have to start off with something, have something else about fifteen minutes in, and then you can kind of I don't know, dick them around for forty five minutes until the big finish. <laughs> Get him, boy. Sushi is playing with his Himalayan yak cheese in the background. 
And huh. boy, is he frolicking. <laughs> so if you hear the sound of thunder paws and gnawing. Yeah. Uh, the hospital used... Uh, did that lo- hospital look familiar to anybody else? Maybe. A little. Yep, it is uh, the same hospital used in Halloween 2, because Billy Warlock's father, actor and stuntman Dick Warlock, played The Shape, you know, Michael Myers in Halloween yeah. 2. The original script had a different finale, where the secret society was revealed as a cult. That was out to sacrifice Billy for its own crazy reasons. Okay. Brian Yusta, however, wanted a much more fantastic revelation. So he and makeup artist Screaming Mad George came up with the idea of the society of the society being monstrous creatures that ate the lower class. <laughs> That's a good choice. Yeah. I love it. And while shooting the infamous shunting scenes, Brian Yusta would put a sign on the uh, soundstage door that read... Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Yes! <laughs> but Izzy? Steve? Diana? Hmm. What did we learn? From society! <laughs> uh, Diana, is our guest, would you like to go first? I mean, I learned from Ted, if you make waves, you're gonna drown. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! And also, I, I looked up what shunting was. <laughs> Don't go, go on. In, in, in private browsing mode. And also, when it auto-completed, it said medical. I'm like, yes, the medical version of that. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, so. You, so what is the, the proper definition? Uh, you know, I didn't retain it, much like I didn't retain a lot of this movie. <laughs> hold on, it, hold on. It said moist, and all of a sudden I was like, nope, delete from memory. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I'm slowly doing it. Yeah, bunch of Urban Dictionary that one, babe. Well, see, this is this. Okay, Steve, don't run away with this, but push or pull a train or part of a train, not that train. (laughs) (laughs) From the main line, yeah. Provide an electrical current with conductor joining two parts of a circuit. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was shocking. To move someone or something from a different place or position, especially, especially to avoid dealing with them. Are you, you can't is ju- it shunting or shunning? Shunting. No, so, shunting. and then the example they have here is you can't just shunt patients off to another hospital because they're difficult. <laughs> See, that's why I kept going with the definitions. And so in medical terms, a shunt is a hollow tube surgically placed in the brain or occasionally in the spine, to help drain cerebrospinal fluid and redirect it to another location of the body where it can be reabsorbed, which kind of makes more sense. I think that's what happened to Blanchard. Yeah, okay. All right, well, there you go. Now I know what shunting means. (laughs) Uh, Izzy, did you learn anything from this movie? Um, I mean, I learned about the thrill of the hunt and the joy of the shunt. Damn it. Yes. (laughs) The taste of the shunt. The taste of the shunt. (laughs) Uh, I learned, I'm really into that uh, purple and pink and ivory decor. <laughs> oh, Steve would also would have tapped Clarissa. He has a thing for brunettes. He is true. Also, oh. this movie is completely set up for a sequel. How long oh, can yeah. Clarissa go before she needs to shunt? Or Billy, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah is, is Billy, like, infected now? Can you be infected? Right? Like, <laughs> Trust me, if you could be, Billy is, because he went all the way through Ted and back out. Yes, he did. 
Well, Diana, on that note, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, and uh, I understand you also have a podcast? I do. It's called Happily Ever Aftermath. And this podcast, we revisit the movies that influence the way we view love and romantic relationships, not shunting. And... So what are we coming on to talk about society? Yes. Yeah, Diana, when did they fall in love? I'm still trying to figure that out with Clarissa because I, I think of like, is she just like wants the bad boy who's not like a, a goo shunt guy? I think, I that's think what so. Doing. Like, I mean, like, so obviously, like, did we even talk about her mom? No, I, I think she was adopted, guys. I'm pretty okay. sure like she was adopted by <gasps> her mom and uh, oh, whoever and the dad was I and think blah, her blah, blah, mom blah. was short circuited because she probably shunted her at some point, but like yeah. didn't kill her. Just sort of yeah, just scrambled kinda, her when she unshunted or whatever. Yeah, she just came back a little kooky or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think she's one of society. She's she she was. But she, but, but she to... was kind of in with Ted and all them, too. So she, And she's able to twist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh. that's right. She did. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of something. This is fascinating. What she's a half-breed. If... <laughs> no. no, I was actually just thinking that. What oh. if, like, the mom was in society, but, like, the dad wasn't, and then something happened, and that's why she went a little bit off. Oh, shit. You know who the dad is? Uh-oh. Dick Warlock. <gasps> Their brother and sister. <gasps> ah! Well, that should work pretty well with like some society with all of the, you know. So, so what happens next, Diana, in Society Two Menace? So, actually, Izzy, yes, they opened it up for a sequel, but I think it's more important to do, just have like a prequel. Yes. What are these things? We need to know more about these things. Oh, just a second. I'm oh gonna shit! Take a slipper away from the dog. It, is it? It's going to be the first shunt. Is that going to be the prequel, like the purge? I'm, well, you know, the judge is going to be part of that. You know, just a young version of him. So we'll get like you know, Timothy Chalamet to play the young judge. Oh, that that's too young. You can you, you can do uh, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant would make a good young judge. Oh, I, think. I would watch that. Right. Yes. I don't want to talk about what I would or allow in oh. the realm of shunting. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Oliphant or Timothy Amundsen or whatever in the seventies with the yeah guys. Yes. We can make this happen. I accept both of those actors. <laughs> right. Right? That's the best part. You can have both of them. They're <laughs> <laughs> still I'm with ready us, guys. To make my debut. <laughs> the Timmy O's. Jeez. Good stuff right there. That is good stuff. Um, anyways, you can yeah. find my podcast on all the podcatchers. And thanks, Steve. Thanks, Izzy. I understand you also have a podcast. We do? Mm. When did that happen? We do. We've been on it for the last Steve? like two hours. It's uh, I'm called, sorry, what? It's called Everything I Learned from Movies. It's on what? all the major podcatchers. And you can hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. How do I know that? <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> because I'm downloading it directly into a cerebrum. Oh no! Oh god damn it! I knew it. Shit. Oh okay, I put it up over here. I knew it. I <laughs> the knew dog it. just immediately ran for where the beer was. Aww. Yes. Yeah, yeah smell pickles, but yes, it is the tastiest of butts. <laughs> <laughs> the taste of the shunt. Uh, but, babe, are you on social media at all? 
I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can also find me on Etsy where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. Message me on Instagram or Facebook for a better deal. Uh, but also, uh, you can find my Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. For just $4 a month, you can see videos of me beating the dog who's eating the carpet. Stop eating the carpet! But no, I don't actually beat my dog on my Patreon. I don't beat my dog anywhere. Um, that's why he's allowed to just run amok. (laughs) He, he would just eat the carpet and I would just cry. Actually, I don't really like this carpet, so <laughs> I'd probably just peel it up and we just have weird tacky concrete until I figured something out. Well, guys, out. buy all of Izzy's art and we can get some new goddamn carpet. Yes! <laughs> but join up for $4 a month. You can join my Sticker of the Month Club. Every month I mail you one of my original design stickers! Hey, babe. It's Gootober. Is there something special going on? Oh, there is! Oh, guys. We decided to give Kickstarter another try. Um, Don't worry. We put the account in a man's name. Kickstarter. Um, But uh, we have Halloween Garys. We have Sparkly Pumpkin Jack-O-Lantern Garys. And we have Glow-in-the-Dark Mummy Garys. And more Garys if anybody wants to fund them. It's a Gary Kickstarter! Uh, Diana, if you were to finance a Gary, what kind of spooky Gary would you like? Oh, okay. You said Ghost Gary, and you said Pumpkin Gary. He said Mummy Gary and Pumpkin Gary. Is there is there a Dracula Gary? There could there could be. There's definitely a rough sketch of one out there. Yeah. Wait, is there a Christ Gary? I don't want that. (laughs) <laughs> no, I haven't made a Christ Gary yet, but he definitely would be on the cross to remind us of our sins. <laughs> it would I definitely mean, be a bloody Jesus. <laughs> I mean, we're talking so, full, like, Latin culture gore. I mean, I don't endorse it, but if you do that, you should save that for Easter. Yeah, <laughs> zombie Jesus Gary. <laughs> oh, zombie Gary. Yeah, zombie yeah, savior. zombie Gary. <laughs> zombie so, yeah. Gary. And if you guys have an, have an idea out there, hit us up on the Kickstarter and let us know. And while you're there, it went up back us a little bit. Yeah. Get some great gifts for the holidays. Steve, yes. where can we find you? Oh, as mentioned on everything I learned from movies, all the major podcatchers. Uh, but yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Diana. And this is Everything, everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. Society! Society!